Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R. Because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya and
Talk with Tanya White. I'm your host, Tanya White, and that is hope. We're talking about love all this month, and we're talking about love matters. Tonight we're going to be talking about how to uh, love me enough to stop senseless love relationships, talking about how to have a healthy, purposeful marriage before, doing, and after the honeymoon. Hey, you have to love yourself first, uh, and the only reason how you can love yourself fully is by loving God. So there is hope. When you learn how to love God, he'll teach you how to love yourself, and then you are ready to love somebody else. Thank you for tuning in live, or whether you listen to the archive. Listen, we are always rated R for being real relevant and refreshing. We are always giving you talk about, real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. If you, this is your first time logging in, listen, what you been uh, waiting for? What you been doing on Tuesday nights at 8? We are meet here every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we have some phenomenal guests. We just relaunched back in November after being on a seven-year hiatus. Uh, but let me tell you, it was like we never left. The guests have been phenomenal. Uh, people are wanting to come on the show. And I'm back doing the one thing uh, that I really love to do, and that's to talk to people uh, about what and how they got to become who they are and what they're doing at the current season. So Real Talk is my baby, and I love nurturing my baby. If you would like to be a featured guest on the show, you can email us at realtalk, uh, Tanya with Tanya White at gmail.com. Uh, um, we're on social media at Real Talk with Tanya White. Also check out the archive shows on Blog Talk. We've had some great guests um, since our relaunch, and before we left, we had guests, Listen, God has blessed us. So any any issue that is real in your life, we have talked about. Tonight is no different. We have four fabulous guests on. Uh, we have the A-Team, Alan and Angie Stewart. I love them. Um, they are uh, the A-Team, not just because their name is Alan and Angie, but because they are anointed, they are authentic, they are accountable. They love uh, loving people. They love each other. And I tell you, and I continue to tell people, when you're in the presence, you feel God, you see God, you hear God. Uh, They have just birthed their book, Just When I Thought, When God Chooses, No One Loses. It is about God's supernatural uh, moving earth and heaven to bring them together at the lowest point of their life. I cannot wait to uh, they are come on and tell their story. Get their book right now. Go to paypal.me backslash Alan Stewart Jr. Get that book. They're sign it. They pray over it, and you will have a good read. Also, we have Bishop Dirk Triplett on tonight. I have been um, following his ministry. I first heard him uh, in 2005 when I was uh, visiting Easter Star Baptist Church in Indianapolis, and I messed up and got a CD from him, and I have been uh, listening to his uh, ministry and following his uh, ministry since then. Powerful man of God from uh, Florida. He's going to come talk about relationships. Uh, He is a pastor. He recently remarried, but he was a single pastor. He was married. Uh, And so he is going to give us some insights on what you really say when you say I do. Uh, Also, we have Cicely Bishop back. She's going to talk to us about the Love Conference, why you should get your ticket, what is going to occur over those three days. And then we have Dr. Wendy Oh, my goodness. She is talking about, you know, Dr. Wendy is real relevant and refreshing all the time. And so she is doing um, some some talks, some couple talks 
uh, in her area of California, dealing with how to spice up your relationship in the bedroom when you have been married double digits because people think you get married uh, and that part of the ministry of marriage falls apart. But she's trying to give you some real advice about what, how you spice it up after being married 10, 12, 13 years because that is being married and uh, is a ministry and ministry on all types. So we're going to talk about that tonight. Listen, one half of the A-team is on the line, and so we're going to bring her on. She is my sister, my mother, everything. I thank God for bringing her and Brother Allen to my life. So uh, we're going to bring on Miss Angie Stewart. How are you, Miss Angie? How Tanya? How are you? Wonderful. Listen, now you know we talked today, and we we did a great interview pre-tape because Allen's uh, in rehearsal. And yes. I swear it's having trouble loading. So we're going to have to do a special uh, night for for that taped one. So we're just going to do yes. a live thing right now with, with you, the female Thank feminine you, en- energy of the A-team. So yes. we got your book, baby, out just when I thought. Today you have it oh in hand. God. Yes. Tell our audience, first of all, before we start talking, tell our audience who you are and how you came to this point. Okay, I am Angie. I'm um, Minister Angie mm-hmm. Stewart. Uh, I don't ever want to forget that out because God has called me to mm-hmm. ministry. So this book is a ministry, sis. Yeah. And um, I'm a mother, uh, of course, you know, a wife, a grandmother, and I've got a grandchild that's on the way. Yes. I am an intercessor. Um, I'm just whatever God needs me to be in this season. Mm-hmm. Yes, she yes, is. Yes, I'm whatever you need to be. Deal. Authentic. Bless you, now, sis. Sister Angie, the book. Yes, ma'am. When I thought, when God chooses, no one loses. What, in a nutshell, what is this about? This book is about how God, not only how God ordained and orchestrated our life, but how, you know, there's something that was required of us. We have to hear him when he speaks. And he had said that to me on several occasions throughout my journey. What good is it to hear me when I speak if you don't do what I say? So yes. this book is just uh, God honoring us. Al and I would like to think by uh, allowing us to tell people that when he chooses, no one loses. Mm-hmm. Yes, when he chooses, no one loses. Because no one we're, loses. We're living in a day where people, you know, I, I, I always tell people, God created us to be in relationships, romantic relationships. Yeah. When he made Adam, he said it's not good for man to be alone. I'm going to give you a help meet. But what we have done in this society and progressively over the years is distorted that and yeah. grabbed at anything, especially when we are suffering from hurt, uh, insecurity, yeah. uh, haven't reconciled uh, or even done an autopsy on a previous dead relationships to see why they died, why why we came to that point. So we snatch at anything. And yes. what we try to do is put uh, mess into a God uh, a God type of a connection and it never works. What is some of the never. type of messes, uh, Sister Angie, I know you uh, addressed some of this that you went through in the book. 
But what are some of the messes that we try to uh, make into God-like things? And from a woman's perspective, try to put and stamp it, okay, this is this is a God type of relationship, but it's really mess. Okay. One of those things would be, uh, from I'm going I'm to speak from experience, uh, is that when you understand and realize that the enemy will come with uh, 20% truth and mm-hmm. 80% lies, just enough to pull you in and get you to do the things that he wants you to do and uh, negate the, the things that God has called you to do, and it's a mess, you know, yeah. and that's what he did in my life. He 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 just made things look, and this this mess that I, that I created at one time, since he was a, a man of God, so I thought, you know, and like I said, once the Lord revealed it to me, it was just a trick of another trick of the enemy. And mm-hmm. so what we do is we start to justify and we start to share and tell our friends that God blessed me. We compromise, you know, yes. we just begin to compromise and I was compromising and, you know, just doing all kind of things all in the name of the Lord. And the Lord was nowhere in it. Nowhere in it. If you just join, we'll talk nowhere we're, talking we're talking to uh, Angie Stewart, um, Part of the A team who just released their book, Just When I Thought, When God Chooses, No One Loses. Uh, now, Sister Angie, you uh, were a mother, your mother, uh, grandmother. And uh, in this book, you reveal where you were emotionally at that time that uh, God brought Alan into your life. Can you just uh, reveal uh, uh, briefly where you were and how God, like, just literally blew your, your mind by bringing you all together? Okay, uh, where I was in my life at the time that the Lord brought Alan was I was a woman who was walking uh, in my call, if you will. I was mm-hmm. doing the things that I thought the Lord would have me to do. I was engaged to a wonderful man who was a, a Christian man, a God-fearing man, a loving man, and um, he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And so that had been the second time in my life that I had experienced suicide with a loved one because my daughter at the age of 22, had also uh, uh, took her life. And so I was at a place of brokenness, and um, I had detached uh, from life for real. I still had enough God in me and enough sense, in, uh, uh, you know, enough sense to still go into the house of the Lord. But Tanya, I was detached. I was broken, and I had mm-hmm. made up my mind. That I didn't want to do anything but go to work, go to church when I had to, go to Bible study, you know, be there, and, and just love and raise my grandkids. I never thought that uh, the Lord would be uh, getting ready to bless me and give me what I've always desired, and that was a man after his own heart. I just never yes. saw it coming. Yes, and when you all get the book, Just When I Thought, uh, you will see that uh, when God wants, when God, it's in God's sovereign plan, he would do yes. any and everything. And sometimes he will have to break us and get us to the point of that brokenness where we are only seeking him. And that's what he did with you all, too, individually. And I, I want yes. you all to get this book because it is amazing. It will give you hope. It will give you a, a motivation and ignite a fire of faith in you to know that when you are absolutely down to nothing, just know that God is up to something. He can shift your life literally in 24 hours, and that's what happened um, May 12, 20, 2008. Now, yes, it did. 
Sister Angie, you have some great um once we uh you have some great workshops in in with with for women called sister sessions. Yes. Sister sessions. Um sister sessions. And one of the ones is Lord Keep Me Day by Day. Can you tell our audience what that workshop is focused on and what women would get from that? Lord Keep Me Day by Day. It's 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 birthed out of where I am now in in my um, marriage ministry, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, just asking the Lord to keep us because a lot of times we think once we've got the spouse and we've achieved and you know the Lord is blessing us that we can just uh, you know turn our back on what He's done. So our prayer every day is Lord keep us day by day and don't let us uh, do anything that would bring you any shame. So not only keep me in my relationship with other people, but keep me in my marriage, keep yeah. me on my job, keep me being the mother that has to minister to uh, children that have not yet got the revelation that I have. You know, keep me in my uh, in my church as you grow yeah. me and uh, develop me. You know, that's what Lord keep me day by day is all about. Yes, yes. Uh, and you and Brother Allen also have some workshops together. Uh, one that I love and one that is uh, extremely needed uh, in the kingdom of God, especially, but if sex is not an option, a lot of people, we are uh, inundated with sex uh, in relationships yes. as a way to get people. Now, of course, it, it, for Christians, it is a God expectation to flee fornication and, and leave sex to the marriage. But also in regular relationships, Sex twists up your mind and your thinking and your view. Why is sex uh, so important to not be an option when you're when you're truly trying to date God's way and get uh, a spouse that is uh, God sent? Uh, you know, Tanya, sex is not an option. Was uh, uh, that title was actually birthed out of Alan and I being afraid. We didn't even know that this was being birthed, but it, we know now that it was birthed out of us both being afraid at a place in our life when we had decided before we even met each other. Uh, you know, I had been two years uh, abstinent, and uh, Alan, you know, was married himself when, uh, he, you know, once he came to Louisville. And so I, um, we had already made up in our minds that sex wasn't going to be an option. You know, mm-hmm. for me, it was I was tired. And it kind of ties into tired of disappointing you. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember, Tanya, and I don't know if I shared it in the book or not. I guess it'll be in the number two. Right. But I remember one night years ago, you know, because I talk about the battles being back and forth, you know, being delivered and thinking you were delivered, but but you only was delivered only because that person that, you know, that the right one wasn't there. Right. And so I remember seeing the Lord in my spirit, and he was crying. And it broke mm-hmm. my heart, and I just I saw him crying, and I mm-hmm. said, you know, I, I just, I'm going to live a life that sex is not an option. Sex, it's a spirit. When you're mm-hmm. operating outside the will of God, and 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 you uh, begin to fornicate, uh, I was telling uh, Facebook Live the other night, it's something like for every nine, for every one person that you sleep with, you can almost say that you slept with nine people. And they slept with nine people, and they slept with nine people, and they slept with nine people. And then we wake up and we wonder why we got attitudes, why our uh, 
day is, uh, you know, it's so uh, soiled. Our, our relationships are soiled. There's nothing going right for us because we've taken on all these spirits and we're doing these things that God has deemed us not to do. Yes, yes. And it, it is a spirit, uh, especially when you're op- operating outside the will of God, that, that, that yes. shame uh, comes over you. Um, and yes. then you start doing things to deaden the shame. Um, and so I, I was there um, just because people talk about and, and are living currently for God doesn't mean we haven't been there. I know I've been there. And what I experienced yes. was the fact that I was, first of all, op- operating outside the will of God. Um, yes. Then those relationships were uh, really tearing me up inside because yes. they were not with my God-ordained husband. And so, um, you know, some relationships, it was just a sexual thing. Um, yes. And then sometimes I thought it was more, or they thought it was more, and it wasn't because we met in the physical and not connected in the spirit. But I love spirit. the subtitle, uh, When God Chooses, No One Loses. So when God chooses your mate, it's going to be according to his will and to his way. And that's what you and Alan write about and share about your testimony, correct? Yes, yes. Absolutely, yes. Tanya. And not uh, just you know, not just the sexual yeah. thing either. Y'all had to operate in faith in everything. In everything, you know the the, the sexual part really, it, it was just easy because mm-hmm. it was already our convictions and that we were going to live by them, you know. And and so what I would suggest to any single woman or even a woman that's uh, seeking to have a spouse who's in that in between place, she may even be dating, you know, mm-hmm. unless that man is willing to. Or even if it's a man, unless that woman is willing to uh, let go and let God, you know, just do it God's way. It's the best way because what will happen is you ruin what what God had for you. When you do, when you step outside the will of God because he doesn't bless mess, Mm -hmm. you know, it's still sin. Anything Mm -hmm. contradictory to the word of God is sin. Mm -hmm. And And how does that affect, and and, and you all, you and both, um, you and Ellen both share in the previous relationships, y'all did not do it God's way, uh, and y'all have been married. How does that affect when you are uh, outside the will of God individually? How does it affect the relationship uh, they with the, with and, the, are in marriage? With, uh, how does doing it outside God's will affect the relationship? Mm-hmm. Uh, for, yes. for me, you know, before Alan, for me, uh, I was always convicted. I was always sad. We're, 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 uh, you're walking around expecting somebody to make you happy when the truth of the uh, matter is you already knew that the joy of the Lord was your strength. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're, you're walking around expecting these things out of somebody who doesn't even, in some cases, they didn't even know Christ. And then right. in other cases, they knew Christ, but they wasn't willing yet. You know, mm-hmm. they hadn't got there yet, and they kind of sort of, the men of, the men that knew Christ that I dealt with this way, it was almost like a form of manipulation, mm-hmm. you know, to get you, oh, you know, I love you, and we're going to be together. And the, the, the very time you mm-hmm. let go and, let, and, and do what they want you to do, it wasn't, it, I'm telling you, Tanya, it wasn't a month later, they were gone. So mm-hmm. here you are, again, asking the Lord to heal you, asking him to wash you. This was me. You know, mm-hmm. heal my broken spirit, restore me back mm-hmm. to the right relationship with him. 
you know, seeking forgiveness. Sometimes it came immediately. Sometimes I had to lay on the floor for days mm-hmm. on the weekend, you know, just crying out to, to be healed and uh, restored back into the right relationship with him. So it's, it yes. wasn't good, Tanya. It wasn't good at all. All right. Uh, so we are close at the end of this segment. But, I, Sister Angie, I want you to tell our audience, you just birthed your book, baby. You and your lovely husband, Alan, just when I thought, when God chooses, no one loses. What is your prayer after people read this book? And it's for singles. It's for dating. It's for married people because it's all about putting God in first in your relationship. What is your prayer when people, after people read this, what do you want them, how do you want them to implement the things that you and Alan share in this book? We just want them to understand that God desires healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. He desires them. You know, he ordained marriage. You know, it, it, it gave him pleasure. To, yes. He ordained marriage. And that we want people to know that when you allow God to handpick your mate, you, you can't go wrong. And the a scripture I like to uh, read, Tanya, is out of Revelations 2 and 18, uh, and it's on the back of the book. Now, the Lord said it is not good. It's been a, mm-hmm. or beneficial for man to be alone. I will make him a helper, one who balances him as a counterpart, who is suitable and complementary for him. And that's mm-hmm. in the Amplified Version. Mm-hmm. So we just want people to know if, you know, just let go and let God. Stop trying to figure it out and just trust him. You know, mm-hmm. throw up your hands and surrender. Just make up your mind that I'm no longer going to live my life this way. I'm going to trust the Lord and I'm going to wait on him to bring me uh, that person that I that he has for me. And, Tanya, I want us to understand that the time time isn't – the clock isn't ticking. You know, mm-hmm. we're not running out of time because what God will do, because he supersedes time, he will give you everything in that person when he brings them that you thought that you were going to miss and you've not missed anything. Not missed a beat. Yes, you, that's my you favorite won't miss a beat. On the back of Just When I Thought, the new book, they just got it today. Um, they're going to have a release party uh, Saturday, Just When I Thought, When yes. God Chooses, No One Loses. And it is centered around Genesis uh, chapter 2, uh, 18 verse, and that is so true. He will break, God will bring us a helpmate. Sister Angie, I hope you're listening because our next guest, Bishop Derek Triplett, is going to share some nuggets of wisdom about what you do, what really happens when you say, I do. Um, and so we're going to take a brief commercial break and then come back and, and continue to be uh, empowered, to be, get revelatory knowledge about relationships, how to have a healthy and purposeful marriage before, during, and after the honeymoon. We'll be back in a minute. Man, I've been trying to call her all day. Where is she at? This is the fifth Christmas that he promised that we were going to spend together, and here I am alone. He told me he was going out of town this weekend, but he never wants to tell me where he's going. It's funny. He always has to know where I'm going. Uh, it's the holiday once again, and I'm trying to call her, and she's not answering her phone. I wonder where she could be. Hmm. Let me go see. I am sick and tired of this. I am worth more than that. Author Tanya White reveals the secrets to having healthy, productive, and long-lasting relationships in her new book, Relationship Reruns. 
how to break the cycle of choosing the wrong people for the right relationship. Being trapped in a relationship rerun is extremely frustrating and emotionally draining. If you find yourself in an irritating cycle of unwanted, unsatisfying, and unhealthy relationship patterns year after year, then this book is sure to break the chains that keep you bound to having the wrong people in your life. The brand new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship, and also How to Deal with a Difficult Woman, is now available by logging on to www.tanyawhite.com. Once again, that's www.tanyawhite.com. Pick up your copy today. today. That book, that was my second book, y'all. Can't believe it. That was 10 years ago. But listen, we have Bishop Derek Triplett on the line. We are honored to have him. Like I stated before, I messed up and got a CD of his when I visited uh, Eastern Star uh, Baptist Church in uh, 2005. And Lord have mercy, this man of God from Hope Fellowship Church in Daytona Beach talks real, relevant, and refreshing, biblical Biblically sound information uh, that will heal you, deliver you, and set you free. So we are honored to have him on our show, and he's going to share some relationship knowledge so that we can have healthy relationships. So welcome him to Real Talk with Tanya White. Hello, Bishop Triplett. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you so much for being on our show tonight and uh, going to share information about how to have healthy relationships. I'm glad to be here. It's an amazing night. Looking forward to sharing. All right. So tell us who you are briefly before we get uh, started with questions. Tell us who you are in your own words uh, and what God has called you to do in this hour. I'm Derek Triplett. Um, that's what my mother named me. <laughs> and so yeah. I'm a I'm a coach and an author and a, and a uh, I pastored for 25, 26 years before transitioning my church. Um, and for the last three years, I have been coaching and writing and uh, launching a media company. We are launching actually uh, in about 30 days. We are launching a television show called Better, Better Relationships. And we've written four books. And uh, we're just trying to help people um, enjoy life. I don't think you can have much enjoyment if your relationships aren't right. And so it's it's very important, whether it's um, better relationships, the TV show, we're not just dealing with romantic relationships, but we're also dealing with, with family dynamics. We're dealing with um, work dynamics. A lot of people are good at uh, romantic relationships, but they're terrible at being a sibling. Some yes. people are great at being a sibling, but they're terrible at relating to their their mom or dad since now that they are adults. Some people do that very well, but they are terrible in their coworker relationships. So we're tackling My all goodness. different kinds of relationships uh, on better relationships. And so uh, looking forward to that particular piece and just trying to help give people tools to have better relationships. Wow, that is so so real right now because relationships do affect every area of your life. If one if one's out of balance, it's gonna it's gonna eventually uh, uh, bring you out of balance in that area that you think you're strong in. And so we are. Thank you for 
really addressing relationships and that workplace dynamic is so is is very much needed. So let's get <laughs> right to get right to some questions. You have written, you said four books, but you have a book what you say what what you say when you say I do. Correct. In that you give a case for marriage. And you know, we're living in society now where, you know, marriage is something Okay, if I if I get married, okay. If I am married, I'm not gonna work on it. So you make a case for marriage. Can you briefly uh, present your case that you have in that book? Why marriage matters. Well, I think it matters for several reasons. First of all, and let me let me preface my statements, and I do say this in the book that being single is not a disease. It's not it's a not. dysfunction. There's nothing wrong with you if you're single. Being married adds some nuances that singleness doesn't, and singleness has some liberties and some freedoms that being married doesn't. But I, I make a case for marriage for several reasons. Number one, it does help the individual. God has made us all relational. And mm-hmm. in many cases, uh, we're, not, um, we're not as aesthetically, um, we're not as aesthetically great as we could be without the dynamic of partnership. I, mm-hmm. I tell people, even in our premarital sessions that we we use that your partner should bring life out of you that could not come out of you by yourself so when the bible says be fruitful and multiply to be fruitful is to bring forth life he's not just Mm -hmm. talking about procreation he's talking about there's life in me that can't be brought out without another person so it it marriage helps bring forth that life also marriage keeps us from being selfish because yes. <laughs> marriage is not for the selfish person. It is absolutely not oh, for the goodness. selfish person. But all of us have a tendency um, to be selfish. And yes. all of us have a tendency to to want our way. And, and all of us have a tendency, especially if we are in charge in mm-hmm. our work. In, in our workplaces, we set the agendas. We set the vacations. Oh, yes. We set... We said everything. Now everybody has to bow to our schedule, to our whim. And so marriage gives you a balance and kind of pulls you out of that selfishness. I think the last thing um, that that balance is also important for raising children. And it's critical that we understand. Now, shout out to all the single moms who are doing and, a fabulous and, single and fantastic job and single dads who are doing fabulous and fantastic jobs. But the reality is, is that children need to be mothered as well as fathered. And what we are seeing, I'm actually out right now. I'm outside of a gym where my 13 year old is at basketball practice. And you can watch um, the young boys, who don't have males in their life, they're not even used to a coach yelling at them because they're not used to a male voice. And they're pouting and they're getting mad and all of that because they're not used to a male voice. So it creates a balance that I think is necessary for, for children as well. Absolutely. Now you didn't. T- I'm an educator in public school system, and you didn't. You didn't struck a a, a conversation that I'll probably <laughs> reach out to your assistant about because that is so true. When there is a absence of the male voice in the house, when they hear it, 
because uh, the male is uh, about protection, is about order, and when somebody does that or says something to them, they think that it is they're attacking them, and really all yeah. they're doing is trying to bring order and give them some 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 skills for life. So that is, oh, you didn't touch my uh, my educator, my school counselor, <laughs> me. Um, so. Let's before we can get to marriage, and those that was a great case for marriage, and that's what God wants us to. You also write in your book about good dating versus bad dating, which we all have to go through. <laughs> right, right. Uh, before we we come to ourselves, <laughs> let me say that. Right. Give us two insights about what what your 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 case is for good and bad dating, and what that is. Well, I think that chapter is based on this premise. That dating is about information gathering. That dating is not about the experience. Dating is about information gathering. And a lot of times we date ignorantly because we come into the dating process not whole ourselves and we're looking for our other half. If you you need another half, you're walking around as a fraction. (laughs) So the reality is... You know, you don't need to be walking around as a fraction. Uh, I teach, and I say in, in, in I call it I do for, for short, but I, I teach and I say in what you say when you say I do, that whole people need to come together and make a different whole. And I okay. tell men when I do, you know, I find a woman. I tell men, find a woman who's already happy and make her happier. <laughs> Yes. Don't 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 be responsible for somebody else's happiness. That's too much power and that's too much responsibility. So dating is about getting information. Here's some of the information I should be getting. I should be getting information on the person that I'm dating, who mm-hmm. they are. Who who are you? You know, yes. what do, who are you intellectually? Who are you mm. emotionally? What are your thoughts about uh faith? And a lot of times we as Christians make the mistake of thinking because a person is saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, that's all we need. Oh, oh, wrong, 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 <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. There, there are wrong. people who are saved and filled with the Holy Ghost who need to stay as far away from each other as they can. Hallelujah. Because they don't have it. They don't yes. So who is that person intellectually? Who is that person emotionally? Who is that person uh, communicatively? Who is, what are their likes and their dislikes? So you're gathering information about them. You're also gathering information about yourself because yes. a lot of times we don't learn who we are outside <laughs> of the context of relationship. Yes. So you jump in with somebody else. Who does that make you become? You're Mm. gathering that information. You're also gathering the information. Are we a match? You can be a good person. I can be a good person. But we may not be a match. And so we've got to put the relationship and the dating process in different scenarios. Who are you when when it's just the two of you? Mm -hmm. But then Mm. who, who are you when we're around my friends? Oh, Lord. Who are you when we're around my family? Who are oh, you Lord. when you're around your family? Who are you when you're Ooh. around your friends? Let's put this thing in as many scenarios as we can so that we can learn each other. You know, it's funny, you know, 
I ask when I do premarital coaching, I ask I ask couples, okay, tell me why you why you love him or her. Mm-hmm. And if they start with, oh, because, you know, he prays for me and he makes me feel complete or she does this, oh. and I'm like, stop, stop, mm-hmm. stop, stop. Because are you in love with the person or are you in love with their contribution to your life? Oh, Jesus. Oh, I wish I had a clapping thing. Do you love them or do you love the contribution that they're making to your life? I'll give you another example. You know, I, 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 I I, I founded my church in, uh, 1995. Mm -hmm. Okay. I transitioned my church three years ago, June, uh, end of May, three years ago. Mm-hmm. What I've discovered is is that my people love me, but I'm not the one feeding them every day now. I'm not right. the one preaching to them every day. So they love me, but now that I'm not making that contribution, they're not as concerned about me as they were three years ago when I was the one making the, the consistent contribution. So it wow. is in relationships. We can fall yes. in love with the contribution. No, mm. who who is the, tell me what you love about the person. So you're yeah. learning that stuff in the dating process. And, you know, I, I, I called in a couple minutes early. And so I, I just heard the very end of the sisters talking about uh, doing it God's way yeah. and, and the like. And let me you know, I, I didn't hear that full conversation, but I'm 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 guessing mm-hmm. that we were talking about sex or no sex. And well, the whole the whole, yeah think, the whole relationship uh, when you're dating, uh, they just wrote a book and they, how they had to surrender to God before they even met okay. each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love the broader perspective because a lot of times we limit doing it God's way. To just sex or no sex, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 there's so much more so to much doing more. it God's way than 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 sex or no sex. And but let me say from a practical perspective, not just from a spiritual moral perspective, from a practical practical perspective, sex can mar the development of the relationship. Here's yeah. why: not just because you're out of the will of God. But it shifts the activity and shifts the focus of the relationship. So now we don't go to dinner anymore just to go to dinner. We go to dinner so we can have sex after it. We right. don't go to the movies anymore to just go to movies. We go to the movies so we can have sex after. And right. everything starts to be centered around intercourse. And here's what happens. Then you stop learning the person. Yes. You stop. So all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you know, three years into the marriage, uh, you know, Pastor, he doesn't talk as he didn't need to in the dating process. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And so the reality is it mars it. So, yeah, bad dating is when you're not getting the information. Bad dating is when you get caught up in the experience. And, of course, bad dating is dating out of out of bounds when it comes to how God would have us to do it. Wow, wow. If you just join Real Talk with Tanya White, we're talking to Bishop Derek Triplett. 
Listen, he has given knowledge, knowledge, not just, just for Christians, but for everybody. You and let I want to continue on the uh, process where you say the dating process is information gathering. Mm-hmm. Uh, we in that society, we information is everywhere, and we want it fast, it quick, and in a hurry. Do you think we've transferred how we gather information to our relationships? That quick, fast, I need it immediate, and we miss everything. I think there can be some of that. I think some of the instant information is important. I mm-hmm. tell all, tell everybody, before you go on a date with anybody, Google them. Google, Google yes. them. Make, find out what's going on with who they are. You mm-hmm. you need to make sure that they're not a felon. Make sure, yes. you know, get that information. That's real also, talk, though. <laughs> that's real talk, real mm-hmm. talk. Get that information and make sure that you do that, but also recognize the other point is that it's not instant, that it's going to take some time, and that's why in the dating process, we have to to slow it down. We have to slow it down. Uh, You're not going to uh, get all of the information that you need so soon. Um, One of the classic books by C.S. Lewis is The Four Loves, and one of the things that he talks about is that uh, romantic love can't be the only love in your relationship because right. after after a while, that doesn't get you where you're supposed to be. There's only so long I can look at a person and I love you. No, I love you. Oh, you're wonderful. Oh, you're <laughs> wonderful. Oh, you're so sweet. No, you're so sweet. You're just Lord the best. Jesus. Sooner or later, we've got to have something in common Yes. Other than our feelings for each other. Absolutely. Gotta have and some so substance. You gotta have some substance. Are you friends? Do you do you have similar world worldviews? Do do are you able to complement and supplement each other? Does yes. that person make you stronger? I do this whole thing about are you a plus one? Do you mm. add value to the person that you're connected to? I don't. I can be a minus by myself. I don't need you to help me be a minus. So I need you to not um, and to to bring in, um, you know, a secular uh, song example. Uh, the, the song said, uh, "I'm good all by myself, yeah. but I'm a force when we're together." Absolutely, absolutely. And so that's that's where we have to be. That's where we have to be. Listen, we we are, our time has come and gone. Thank you again for being on Real Talk. Before you leave, talking about healthy, uh, purposeful marriages before and after the honeymoon. Last thoughts, dealing with relationships, dealing with couples who are, you know, uh, even singles who are in positioning themselves. What can you leave us with about uh, relationships and uh, having healthy relationships in our lives. Well, the last thing I'll leave you is that all relationships are work. They yeah. are work. If you got to clock in every day, if if yeah. it's if if a relationship is a car, it has no automatic transmission. It's a stick. Yeah. If a relationship is a plane, there is no automatic pilot. You got to drive. You got to fly it yourself. Sign up for the work. If you don't want to do the work, 
then don't mess up somebody else's life. Jesus, y'all heard that real talk. If you don't want to do the work, don't mess up somebody else's life. Thank you so much, uh, Bishop Triplett. Tell us where we can stay connected with you so we can uh, hear about all the wonderful things that are coming up. Uh, on Twitter is D-E-R-E-K-T-R-I-P-L-E-T-T. On Facebook is Real Derek Triplett, and on Instagram is just my name as well. All my books are on Amazon.com, and so you can go there, D-E-R-E-K-T-R-I-P-L-E-T-T. We'd love to keep in contact with everybody. Thank you so much for taking time out. We're going to follow up with you later, uh, and you have blessed us tremendously, okay? Thank you for having me. My honor to be on. Okay, thanks. Have a great night. Listen, Real Talk, I told you this show was going to be hot. Angie Stewart, uh, part of the 18, came and tell us about her book. Bishop Derek Triplett was on. He said, if you don't want to do the work, don't mess up somebody else's life. That is work. Listen, we're going to keep it rolling, and I'm going to bring Angie Stewart back because she is going to be a part of this love conference that Minister Cece is getting ready to talk to us about, and we're just going to get hyped up in here. Minister Cece. Hey, good evening, hey. everyone. How you doing, Mr. Tom? Tyre? Hey, hey. I'm going to bring Sister Angie back. Sister Angie. Yes. Listen, now we got Minister Cecilia on here. We're going to talk about the Love Conference. So, yes. Hey, Minister Angie, how you doing? Congratulations on your book. Thank you. Thank you so much. We appreciate yes. your your love. We just appreciate yes. it. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> Minister Cecilia, yes. this Love Conference coming up, I'm excited. I already got my ticket. Tell us. Oh, yes, thank you. We praise God, yes. And Pastor yes. said if you want to give away another ticket, you can do that, too. She said make it a couple so a couple can be blessed. All right, then. All right. I will. <laughs> Listen, you're going to tell us what this love conference is about and um, yes. tell us why we need to be there. Well, we want couples, ministries, uh, marriage ministries. We want single, saved, and all to come to learn about. We're going to define love. We're going to celebrate love, and we're going to renew love on February 14th, 15th, and 17th. And why you need to be in the house is because God wants us to define what love is. He said, get back to the first love. And who's the first love? And that is him. And mm. we're gonna, that's what we're going to talk about at the love conference. We're going to yeah. have workshops at the love conference we got special guests we got the a team in the house on thursday on love day then we have yes. minister demetrius gunn and ruah on friday at the gala and then sunday we're wrapping it up with a covenant and vow renewal so we can wow. renew our vows with the lord and because if we don't love each other how can we if we don't love ourselves with god how can we love each other so that's what we're doing yes. at the love conference Wow. So you, you mentioned that the A-team is going to be there. Um, yes. Cecilia. What do you uh, what do you have planned for them to do? And then, Angie, you can jump in as the Lord leads you. Because this, this is monumental. Y'all going to be the first, first of all, to get their new book, Just When I Thought. So people going to be jealous. So they need <laughs> to come to the love conference. Yeah, so at yeah. the love conference, we're going to have um, – they're going to, after we, after, when they come to the Love Conference, the first thing we're going to do, we're going to meet and greet, and then we're going to break out in our workshops, and then at the end we'll come together, and the A-team will minister to us about what the Lord has dropped in their spirit. So take it away, Minister. Minister, minister Angie, Angie, give us a little glimpse on what, what the Lord has uh, 
giving you. you it's so funny because you all know from being minister yourself that you'll think he's going to do one thing, and then he turns around and starts giving you something else. And my husband was looking at me side-eyed like, the real girl? So, you know, I thought it was going to be um, the Lord asking the question of how is our love life? Mm-hmm. You know, because I knew we were going to ha- how is our love life? And he's talking about our love life in, in relationship to from uh, one to another and not particularly in the relationship for uh, our spouses. But how is our love life? We can't even begin to love others right until we love our God first right and then love ourselves. Yeah. So I, yes. I'm still at this place tonight that I'm saying, okay, Lord, you know, which 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 one is it? So I've got two different perspectives I'm uh, looking to bring a word from. And the second one was from just the book. There mm-hmm. were some things tied. I came on late, maybe two minutes, because I was reading. Mm-hmm. I, I was reading the book. Early, it's I was reading the book. It's a good book, Angie. Good book. <laughs> I just have to say it's a good read. I'm, I'm so proud, you know, that God. Praise uh, God. Praise God. Start just to do this. Yeah, so uh, you all just keep us lifted in prayer and that we are going to do what the Lord has called us to do on that night, and we're so excited. Um, yes, we are too. About what he's doing, yes. So, how can we get tickets, uh, Minister Cecilia, to the Love Conference? You can you can pay at the door. Tickets are fifteen dollars for one person. Uh, of course, two tickets is, for a couple is thirty. You can and ministers will be on hand to have tickets at the door. You can also go on Eventbrite under the Love Conference, and you can buy your tickets on Eventbrite. And um, right, come on out and celebrate with us and. Um, you know, it's going to be a spectacular event. Come and have a love experience at New Century yeah. Fellowship with us. You know, it's going to be excellent. Um, this was all in order. God dropped it. He said, do this, and it shall be done. And it all came together. So I know it was meant to be. Yes. Mm. Amen. I'm excited. I'll be there Thursday. Um, thank yes. you, Mr. CC, for being on these last three weeks to promote the love. Thank conference. you for having us. Yes, thank you so much. Yes. We really appreciate it, it. Yes, if you're in Louisville, Lexington, Indiana, anywhere close, get to it. It starts uh, Thursday, Valentine's Day. Yes. You're not going to get yes. anything on Valentine's Day for fifteen dollars if you're single, thirty dollars if you're a couple. Come on, you guys, and that's for all yeah, three all days. All three days. Yes. 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 Thursday at six o'clock. Get there a B square. All right then, Amen. love. I will see you Thursday. Um, thank you, Minister Angie. Oh, I can't Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Yes. We're, we're going to take a brief break and then uh, Dr. Wendy, that's what I'm calling her. Dr. Wendy is going to come and talk to us about this is for the married couples, y'all. How to spice up your love life after you've been married for so long. All right. None of my love songs are on here. I had I had a good lineup of love songs and lit Jesus. None of them on here. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna revert to my some of my old songs, and it might be a new edition song. It might be a Bobby Brown song. I don't know. You just have to see. But we're gonna take a break, and then we're gonna come back and talk to Dr. Wendy about how to spice up the your marriage in the bedroom. After you've been married 10, 15, 20 years. All right, we'll be back in about four minutes. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Come on. 
know I love me some D. Brown. Something in common, big ups. Rest in peace, Whitney Houston. Listen, we're talking about love tonight, how to have a healthy and purposeful marriage before, during, and after the honeymoon. We've had a great show. Um, Minister Angie Stewart, one of the, uh, author of Just When I Thought, When God Chooses, No One Loses. She ha- and her husband have birthed this book, and it's talking about everything uh, in the relationship, how they did everything God's way, even from how they dated, how they communicated, uh, and just standards that they put in there. And then Bishop Derek Triplett was on. He blessed us. Listen, if you missed it, listen to the archive. But he said, relationships are work, and if you don't want to put in the work, don't mess up somebody else's life. Listen, we're ready to get it on and popping up in here uh, with Dr. Wendy. Uh, She is coming back. She was here with us two weeks ago, and she was trying to motivate us to stay focused on our goals, and everything, but now she is going to help us talk, help the married folk and married folk who have been um, married for 10, 15, 20 years, how to spice it up in the bedroom. Because she said, after you know, so many years, life takes over, uh, and you forget about that part uh, of the marriage. So she is going to talk about, she is doing some talk shops, uh, some uh, talks about this very subject to help uh, married folk get it back on track, get it together. Because, you know, marriage is work, as Bishop Triplett said, it's work, working in all aspects of this situation. So, Dr. Wendy, I call her I call her Dr. Wendy because she's pursuing her doctorate, and she is going to uh, bless us uh, about some information that will help us uh, come on, and she is on. I was just making sure. We're going to bring her on right now. Let's get this popping. It's going to be lit. She's going to close us out with fire, Dr. Wendy. Hello, my beautiful queen. I hey. love all of your energy. Listen, honey, listen. I learned from you when you slayed it on the stage. Don't think I wasn't looking and trying to get my Dr. <laughs> Wendy on. <laughs> How you doing, love? I am doing fantastic. Yes. How are Listen, you? I am one. I'm ready to hear. I ain't married, but I'm gonna take notes for when the Lord blesses me. And you, uh, uh-huh, you, gonna, uh-huh. you, huh, you see, what I'm saying. So you're here to talk about what is it, Doctor Wendy? Tell us what you're here to talk about. Bring your ex to bed with your spouse. Oh, lo- oh Lord. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord. The big E X. Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't yeah, have sex yeah. with the ex. <laughs> no, don't, 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 don't bring him in the bedroom. Don't bring him in the bedroom. Lord Jesus, that comparison. Because it can cause some problems. It can yeah. cause some problems. You know, it sounds good, right. but it can cause some problems. It can cause some problems. Yes, I am, you, you know, for your new audience listeners, you know, that have joined you and loving your show, I'm Wendy Talley, a licensed clinical social worker, state of California, 18 years in mental health and having my private practice, and I consult with small business owners. And I have recently got this influx of couples who have been really struggling in the bedroom, couples mm-hmm. that have been married over 10 years, 
um, that's slowly coming out of the newlywed, you know, you know, fire in their head, all of the birds and the songs that are singing, because, yay, we got married, but now life has really taken over. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes we miss what, uh, the reason why we got married, the reason why we started dating, and, and the playfulness that was in the bedroom in the beginning of, the, of our right. marriage. So, I, you know, we want to be able to address those things. Right, and so I know, you know, in many relationships, it's when, when you're dating, it doesn't matter. You pull out all the stops. You take the time, the extra time, you know, just to prepare to see the person, nurture the relationship. You say it's life, but why do we let life get in the way of what we've prayed for for life, for our life to be like? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? E- Absolutely. We pray, you know, women, we pray, men, we pray, you know, when we're ready to settle down for the one that we want to give all of our love and our passion, we want to have a lifetime with that person. But once the honeymoon is over, once we've opened up all the gifts, you know, we got to go back to work. We got to, you know, we've just had a baby or the child is going into high school or the child is going into college, work stress. You know, the economy is turning around. They're dealing with family, you know, issues that may want to rent a room for you, but they don't want to pay. Or, you know, the car has been crashed or whatever, whenever life hits you, it will cause you to halt all the amazing things that you have been focused on in Mm -hmm. your relationship. And, And it distracts you and takes you away to focus on the things that are right now and immediate. And sometimes cut on what's important in a marriage. They differ. Yes. They understand what they want from each other as far as love, compassion, communication, all of those wonderful things, lifetime, you know, um, being able to be in a monogamous relationship. We got that. But what they don't what they don't talk about is what are important things that we as a couple together, not separately, but together, mm-hmm. we need to put at the forefront. And what the husband may say is this is what I think is important or what the wife say, this is what I think is important, will cause the two to begin to pull apart like two ships in a night. They will yes. begin to, to, to pull apart from each other and, and forget why they came together in the first place. Yes. If you just join, we'll talk with Tanya White. We were talking to Dr. Wendy, kicking real knowledge about what happens in a marriage. And life hits us, and then we tend to forget about the marriage. So, you said that is so true. Life hits us, and we put things to the wayside. But in 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 some uh, aspect, do you believe that sometimes we use life as an excuse not to deal with what is troubling our relationship? You Absolutely. Absolutely. We do do that. We make those excuses to move away from the love um, that we have in our marriage. We use it to run away. You know, Mm -hmm. if you have a history of just running from problems, guess what you're going to do? You're going to run from your spouse. Anytime we find an escape to not have to experience hardship emotions in our relationships, you know, whether it's inside the marriage or outside the marriage, business, educational, whatever that may be, we will use it to to run. And we find Mm -hmm. that the problem is still there or is continuing to chase us and it's not going away. And so we have to be able to resolve those issues. So, you know, what I strongly suggest for couples to do is, you know, is couples must go to war together 
against the dry days in the bedroom. So they need yeah. their armor. You know, we learn in, in you know, we learned in, in the church and, and you know, and in and also in couples therapy that we need to have tools, right? Yeah. And so yeah. I I came I came up with, you know, some steps for couples to be able to go to war together, not against each other, but together to combat those dry days in the bedroom. And so they must carry a sword. They gotta yeah. carry a sword, and I know people are like, well, "What did you talking about carrying an actual real sword?" No, and that's not what I mean. <laughs> but <laughs> be able to carry a, a, a sword of 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 protection against your relationship, because couples must battle against the things that um, that impede their relationship. So, if you don't mind, I would like to actually walk through that, you know, acronym. Yeah. Yes, go ahead, Doctor. Okay. Finney. Yeah, you know me. I'm a teacher. I'm all about facilitating, so I hope your listeners are taking some notes down. Get your pen, get your paper out. Anytime anybody listening to me, take notes. Record me. Do what you need to do. You guys replay this amazing blog talk. Put it out on your your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter, so people can listen to this, because this is important. That you know, once the once the wedding bells have been rung and once the dress have been put up, what else is there? What is next. Mm-hmm. So the first thing people want to do, you know, in sword, you want to write this down with the letter S, you want to stimulate the senses. Mm-hmm. You want to stimulate the senses. Men and women love to be stimulated. They yeah. love that. Women like to be mentally stimulated. They yeah. also like to be stimulated by the touch. Okay? Yeah. They yeah. also want to be stimulated by by taste. And watch this. Is taste in a sense of treats, rewards, things like yeah. that. Uh, men, what is it? Sight, smell, taste, mm-hmm. and touch. They want their senses stimulate, stimulated, right? And so we have to stimulate those things that are in the bedroom. And so we move that to the W. Wear something sexy. Why? If you're not the kind of person, you gotta wear something cute. You gotta wear something sexy. I mean, we always dress up and put on our cute panties and our cute bras, mm-hmm. the new line that came out from Victoria's Secret or Frederick Hollywood with mm-hmm. the new dress that we just bought, and we go to the club because we want to feel. But mm-hmm. you should also have that same desire when you're in the bedroom. Then, right. same thing for you. Silk boxers, something right. that makes you feel sexy, or the boxer briefs. I personally love, love mm-hmm. those because it really <laughs> defines the definition. Mm-hmm. Of what men brings to the table, Amen. And, you, and praise you, the Lord you on that one. Something right there that men they need to remember that they need to be sexy too, because yes. sometimes all the all 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 the talk that I've heard in years is women you need you need to do this you need to be sexy you need but it is men have a responsibility too, don't they, Doctor Wendy? Absolutely, I I want you that word is important responsibility. Men have a responsibility as well to their loved one, to their wife, to be able to show to them, I care enough about you to put some, you know, your favorite cologne on me right before we go. Just not a lot, but just a Mm -hmm. hint enough for you to know I'm right here, I'm thinking about you. Or a scented lotion that, you know, when I touch you at night that you'll smell that. When mm-hmm. when I'm out of the bed and you're still sleeping in the bed, you can still smell my scent. Mm-hmm. Women want our men to be sexy as well. 
the great cut jeans, the fit shirt that shows off all of the muscles. Women right. are always tasked and pressured to look a certain way, to be mm-hmm. built like fake Barbies, when that is not the realistic image That's of not. the day-to-day woman in marriages. That's right. That's so right. that we, we really need to pay attention to that. Um, the next thing would be the, oh, we got to be open to steamy things in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. We, you know, our boss women, again, I want to talk to the boss women, our alpha females. Yeah. Um, listen, alpha mm-hmm. women, I get it. You, you, you about your business, you're taking care right. of, you slaying everything. But in the bedroom, you, mm-hmm. that is not your boardroom. You right. got to be able to seduce your partner, slay that dance. Lay that sexy underwear, you know, mm-hmm. with him. Absolutely. Right. Be open to steaminess. Be open to different um, ideas, positions, toys, mm-hmm. you know, role playing, whatever that may be. But be open to steamy things. Um, also, too, and that's, you and that's, be that, of- that, that goes back to the trust. Openness is yes. your trust. Um, and so, when you are in your marriage, you have to be open enough and trust your partner mm-hmm. enough to be that open and know that that right. relationship, whatever, what happens in the bedroom is y'all business. Nobody else is looking at that. So whatever openness it is, that is between you two, right? I think that's where especially women get that uh, that blockage of being open. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. Everything in the back of their mind, but you are married. Once you're married, there's the Bible says there's nothing. The marriage bed is undefiled. So whatever exactly. you and your 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 husband, uh, uh, you know, expired to do and open to do, it's nobody's mm-hmm. business with your own. So I think it's a stigma, uh, especially women of a certain age and a certain time period yeah. that were married. When you know yeah. when you got married, you just got married to have babies, and that's the only yeah. time you had. Intercourse was to have babies and not, you know, keep the marriage alive. So um, it's a lot. It's a lot of very emotional barriers that goes with that 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 ability to be completely open. But you gotta learn. Absolutely, gotta learn. Absolutely, you got to learn because the ways of our grandparents, maybe depending on how old you are, listening, your mother and father, those are not the ways. Like you said, it was work to have. You know, you had to, we're going to work. It may not be work in the field. It may not be work in the courtroom or the boardroom, but it was work going to the bedroom because we got to make another baby. It wasn't fun. We got to bring the fun back into the bedroom. We got to be able to, you know, the other thing is resolve or resolve the stress of what's going on with you and outside as well. We Mm -hmm. let outside things get to us. People, places, things, money. Money is a huge sex barrier. It can kill all of it. When your money's not right, when the bills are due and the pink slips are coming in, you Mm -hmm. don't want to get steamy for nothing. Everybody's Mm -hmm. upset. We want to go to our separate um, corners of the ring. We don't want to do that. And that's what you don't want to do. Couples need to come together. Come yeah. together and 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 go against the problems in the marriage, not fight against each other and use it against each other. And Absolutely. lastly, don't compare. Don't, don't compare 
your bedroom to previous bedrooms you've been in mm-hmm. and with previous people. Don't mm-hmm. do it. That's, Don't that's, do that's that. A Don't re- That's real talk right there, um, th- those mind flashes. And then um, yeah. and the comparison with, with other couples, you know, because, you know, yeah. so especially with people who talk openly about it, then you start comparing uh, your relationship, what goes on in your bedroom, yeah. with you right. know, friends. You cannot com- don't compare. Stop that comparison. It's just it just it just it's a, a wedge that drives that you know destroys the relationship. That comparison thing. So don't compare. Absolutely. You know, I had a couple in my practice. You know, talk about how they brought in another person into their relationship. And the wife had agreed to it because her husband kept talking about, you know, what it would have been like if they were to, you know, add another person to help spice up the bedroom. And, you know, she gave it a try. She opened up the door, and she, she at first, was okay with it. She enjoyed it. He, of course, enjoyed it. He got his cake and ate it, too. What mm-hmm. he failed, what she failed to see was that he began to connect on a much deeper level yeah. by yeah. getting yeah. to know the woman that was brought in, and, she, and it began to cause a wedge. Like you said, mm-hmm. it began to cause a wedge between the, between the couple, and, and now he has gone off with her because now he sees that she can provide all things. Why? Because mm. she was brought in to resolve an issue. You should have resolved that issue Jesus. with your wife instead of bringing another person I'm, in the room. Yes, yes, and and listen, that is so you you can go so many ways with that because mm-hmm. some people are bringing people in the room not physically but emotionally, uh, having those emotional yes. uh, affairs with people because you can't talk, but you 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 bring them into the bedroom in your mind, um, and that that's a blockage. That is so real. It goes back when you have a problem. Address it, work through it, communicate, and resolve the conflict. Because most problems, you, you tell me if I'm wrong, Dr. Wynn, most problems mm-hmm. can be resolved, right? Absolutely. This is what I told my husband um, when we were dating. If As long as you don't get me fired from my job, as long as you don't burn the house down, as long as you don't kill anybody or kill yourself, we can resolve anything. Mm-hmm. Those four things. If we, as long as you don't do them four things, we're right. good. That was my deal breakers. Everybody has deal breakers, yes. you know. And so we got to be able to, you know, talk to each other and communicate and understand the deal breakers that come into our relationship. And some people will say, if you, that emotional attachment. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness, it is deadly. You yeah. couples must be able to agree, not agree to disagree, but to agree, to agree and be non-negotiable and be intentional to communicate with each other about what goes on in their household. Don't bring it on social media. Don't call your girlfriends or your guy friends Absolutely. to figure it out. If you want to bring the pastor into it, Bring the pastor into it so that you can get some godly direction. But do mm-hmm. not, and, and I hope everyone is listening, do not, even with good intention, bring another person in to 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 hear your problems and carry your heart for you. Your Absolutely. spouse of 10, 20, 30, 40 years should be the only one carrying yes. your heart, not somebody yes. else. 
Yes, and even with getting your pastor involved, most couples go into, I want the pastor here because I want him to tell you that I'm right and you're wrong. So if you're going in with that mindset of trying to prove a point instead of solving Mm -hmm. a problem, then you're always going to have problems. One thing I learned so, and and it's really helping me as I mature, stop trying to, when you when you have a conflict, stop trying to prove the rightness of who you are. Resolve it. Yes. And sometimes it's just resolve. You know, it's you know, let's I was wrong, you were right, or we both were wrong, let's move on. Um, and so yes, be very careful when you go to counseling. Uh Make sure your motives are right, because <laughs> if not, it's going to be. I know you've had some of them sessions where, like, why are y'all here, <laughs> here with me? Yeah, y'all not trying to get yes. no help. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, what What goodness. I have found is that couples, um, couples, um, wives will sit up here and say, "Tell my husband he's wrong." You know how uh-huh. we how we think, girlfriend, mm-hmm. girlfriend, right. Girlfriend, I'm I'm the therapist. Right, that's just not how this works. I'm not your girlfriend. You right. know, right. I'm here to I'm here as a neutral party to be yes. able to hear both sides. And a lot of times, I am a lot harder on the wife. I am yes. because we're the one that carries the load mm-hmm. of that relationship. We really do. And yes. and I want I want everyone because I know somebody. What are you doing with Karen? Yes, you do, mm-hmm. because even though he is going out there doing what he needs to do as far as bringing home, you know, the bacon or whatever, and you cook cooking it and everything, the wife nurtures the relationship. The wife yes. sets the tone of that marriage. Come on, yes. women. The power that you have once you know your value, once yes. you know your power. You can change that bedroom. You can yes. make it steamy. And by becoming more, by loving yourself, not comparing yourself, ma- making sure that you look good to you, making sure yes. you can turn your own self on, guess what? Mm-hmm. You're going to turn your man on. Yes. You set yes. the tone of that bedroom mm-hmm. because he is there to come and bring you what what he has been bringing to the table. He's there yes. to serve you. But right. you must be there to create that atmosphere. Yes. Uh, my husband always says to me, because, you know, we we have such different schedules. We He works at night. I work in the daytime. And we're mm-hmm. always passing each other, right? Mm-hmm. So I speak from experience from this. And so what what he says to me is, is that men, good men, when you are making love to, or having sex, which are very totally two different things, with mm-hmm. your spouse, it has to be about them. Yes. And women, when you are making love or having sex with your spouse, it has to be about them. Do yes. not, like in, like, it, like in the communication, just like you said, Tanya, just like in the communication, don't go into the room expecting for them to be fixed because you're always right. Yes. Don't go into the bedroom getting what you need and that's it. Go right. into the bedroom with the ultimate goal of an outcome that your spouse is satisfied. Yes. Period. Yes. And that's and that's that's it. Make sure outside of the bedroom, it goes and it, and it goes back to what you said about women can set the atmosphere. And it when we're not whole, when we're not secure, when we're when we're mm-hmm. so sick that we're enough. That is where right. problems come, and we 
sabotage or create drama in the relationships because we don't know who we are. If you are that person, man or woman, where you're always creating the drama in relationship, please get mm-hmm. some help. Go see Dr. Wendy now. Go see her. Get what you need to get. Lord have mercy, our time is coming gone. Dr. Wendy, leave us with something for the couples who literally are on the brink. They've been they like 15 years, I'm done. Uh, two more years, these kids are going to be at the house, and I'm going to leave with them because that really happens. People stay for the kid and not work on the relationship. What can you tell them to help them refocus on why why did they get married? You just said it. Refocus and, and look at the person that you're with mm-hmm. and ask yourself, why did you marry that person? Because mm-hmm. if, you're, if, you're, if your love is conditional, then, yes. of course, your love had a timeline. You yes. made a decision when you decided to marry this person, if it's going to be five days, five months, five weeks, five years, or is it going to be 50 years? Mm-hmm. You made that decision in your vows. And so we need to go back to say, what is it about this person that made me feel special and go out and bring that again? Also, too, do all that you can. Exhaust every option. Stop running, men and women, from your yes. spouse, from the responsibility that you have. You know, have fun. Do some massage to each other. You know, get some smell good oils and massage each other's feet and hands and back. Yes. And touch. We don't touch each other. Right. Tanya, we don't. No. Get back to touching. Put touch, that cell phone hug. down. Put that computer down. Turn off that TV. And hug each other. Yes. We got to do it. We absolutely got to do it. And sexercise. That's been a new concept is Mm -hmm. sexercise. You people work out to get aroused and stimulated. Mm -hmm. Touch each other. Do push-ups where one Mm -hmm. person's below you and the other person's on the top. Right. You know, whatever those things are, be connected and compliment each other. Yes. Compliment. If she's out beautiful of, today, out of the uh, authenticity and not just to get sex, just compliment. Be real about the compliment. Absolutely. Just mm. say you're beautiful today and give her a big old kiss. Not not one of kid kisses they off to school. Don't do yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> you know, don't 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 disrespect the baby. Don't do that. Yeah. You smack one juicy one on her lips. Mm-hmm. And ladies, if your man smells good, he looking mighty fine today. You better mm-hmm. tell him. You better. You tell better him, tell him because somebody because somebody out there is going to tell him. Yes, Lord. Hope you heard that. Yes, Lord. Because if you come on, never. I, and and one last thing, I want everybody to put a star behind this one. I want you to get your highlighter and highlight this one. Because this is the most important thing out of everything that I have just said. You want to bring the spice back into the bedroom? Never allow your spouse to leave the house without some sort of intimacy you have provided to that person. Make mm. sure that they know when they left that house, they 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 still got their scent, your scent on them. Yes. Whether you make love to them, whether if you have sex with them, whether mm-hmm. if you gave them a big, you know, steamy kiss whether mm-hmm. you grab their behind, whether you just embrace them and you just smell them and you just yes. took them in. Never allow your spouse to leave that house for the day without them knowing that you love them 
if you don't touch them. If you don't touch them, somebody else will. Lord have mercy. Your mate. Girl, let's get it steamy, honey. Y'all better get it steamy. Why are you going to invest all those years and not put in the work? Dr. Wendy, you have blessed us once again. Give our audience uh, your contact information, how they can stay connected to you. Absolutely. Hit me up on Instagram at The Least Speaks. That's T H E L E S E Speaks. That's me on Instagram and also on Facebook, The Least Consulting Group. Get with me, ask me your questions. I'm always online talking to people about bringing that steaminess back into the bedroom. And hey, if you need some couple counseling, hit me up, let me know, and I'll get you a space on my calendar. Yes, yes. Thank you, Doctor Wendy. I'm gonna follow up. You know, you gonna be back up. <laughs> you kick real talk. Yes, real. girl. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> thank you so much. You have a great rest of the evening. I'm gonna follow up with you later. Okay. All right, babe. I love you. All right. Love you too. Bye bye. Listen, I told you this show was gonna be hot. If you miss any part of it, replay, replay, replay it. Share it. Uh, love matters healthy and purposeful marriage before, doing and after the honeymoon. Get those strategies. Bishop Triplett said relationships are work, and if you don't want to put in the work, stop wasting people's time. I love you guys. Visit TanyaWhite.com. Listen, next week, I, I can't. I don't even know. We might not be on Blog Talk after Peter Witt and myself are on here because Peter Witt is going to talk about these wimps out here uh, in the world, and we have some more guests. Follow me. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TanyaWhite.com. I mean, Tanya White. Lord have Tanya's T-A-N-Y-A. Ooh, excuse me. Lord have mercy. Uh, listen, have a great night, and I will see you next week.